Welcome back, everybody, to Twist, Turns, and One-Liners. This week, we watched The Goonies, which came out in 1985. I'm going to give my own little recap to the best of my ability. It's like four, uh, I don't know, middle school age boys um, who go on like a adventure treasure hunt. And they find the treasure. Bam. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. I mean, it's really just an adventure film. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it came out in 1985, so a long time ago. Um, and anticipating your next question of why did I pick this, I have an answer. Okay. Um, obviously, we know Stranger Things, right? And I would watch a lot of the interviews of Stranger Things, and I would hear the cast often say that... Um, Goonies was like a big inspiration for the show and that it feels like very close to the show because of the four little boys. So that's why. And then obviously the crossover of Sean Astin being in both Mm -hmm. pretty iconic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) had you seen this movie before? Yeah. My first question. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's one of those like, it's one of those movies that would be on like TNT and TBS like all the time on reruns. Um, Do you so, like it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Not not like top ten though. No, probably not. I mean, there isn't anything wrong with it. It's just no. I wouldn't say it's top ten. It's definitely a really good movie. But do you ever feel like there's movies that they're not bad, but they're just not worth watching again? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I was just thinking. It's like, it's one of those things where I've seen it probably more times than um, than necessary, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, like, there's movies that, everybody has movies that they just watch, almost like comfort pick movies that they just watch all the time. This probably wouldn't, wouldn't be one of those for me. Mm-hmm. Um, not Again, I don't want to... I'm not trying to sound disinterested because that's not the case, but, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's just one of those ones. It's been around a a long while and it's, I don't know there. I think around that time I couldn't name any of them, but I think there's like a handful of movies that are kind of in the same vein, just maybe like slightly different. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like this is a pirate treasure thing. I think there's one about like space related stuff. Sure. Oh, so there's more. Not no no not of these oh, not of oh, okay. these. Just like the same. It's like you know the kids chasing after sure. a story of some kind, sort of thing. It's interesting, like how big and well known this movie is. Like I wonder why, because wh- I guess I don't know if you'll even know this, but like, were was this like the breakout role for most of these people? Because then it's I like- think so. I think so. So yeah, it definitely wasn't like. A, it's not like it was a. A star power draw or anything from the cast, but it was like written, co-written by Steven Spielberg. Oh, duh! So that's Forgot about part that. of it. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it was it was good. I mean, it's it. Um, I'm not normally like a big like adventure movie person. Um, but I like that they like it seemed relatively realistic. Like it's not like they were traveling far. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this is like a bad comparison, but have you seen Outer Banks? I know of it, I and I've seen bits and pieces, but... 
in a lot of the time they're like treasure hunting, okay? Mm -hmm. And a lot of what their trips take them to is literally other countries. And they fly like random and they get like the hitch rides with Mm -hmm. random planes. It just, that feels more unrealistic to me that you could like get so seamlessly to like random parts of, of the world. So this just all like taking place kind of in like the same town makes more sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying yeah. to think uh, there's anything. I think I it's, say. I think the main, the main thing with this movie is regardless of how plausible it is or isn't just like the root of the thing is pretty. I, I don't want to keep using the word realistic, but like plausible. Where, you know, these kids all live in this part of the neighborhood that's trying to be there. It's getting bought out to develop a golf course or something. Yeah. So what's up with that? I just, I, it, in the, for the purpose of this, I'm pretty sure it's just what's providing motivation for them to do what they're doing. Right. So they all live in this neighborhood and they all hang out at this house that's getting about to get repossessed. So it's kind of a, what have we got to lose? Let's go look for this treasure. And if we find the treasure, then like we could be the heroes sort of thing. What does it repossessed mean? Or foreclosed, not repossessed. But, but what, I don't So know. they can't make the payments on the mortgage. Oh, okay. So they for, will foreclose on the house and take it away. Okay. Like and f- then force you to leave. So what he was, land. what the dad was signing at the end, what they were trying to get him to sign was like, uh, like basically selling it to them and getting rid of it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So it kind of it kind of starts with uh, all the boys like you know meeting together at Mikey's house mm-hmm. I think, and uh, they okay. So the first thing that I remember that I wanted to ask about because mm-hmm. I was I was paying attention but I think I missed something that happened. So the mom of Mikey and what's the other guy's name Brandon. Mm -hmm. um he or she like had hired a house a housekeeper or was it a nanny or something yeah i think it was i think she was just like well because i think the mom clearly had like a broken arm or something Mm -hmm. and was in a sling so i'm I, i think they said it was a housekeeper and what was like the little one of the little boys was like changing like he offered to translate into mm-hmm. Spanish for her, and then he was like changing what the mom was yeah, really he was saying. Just, he, he was just saying like bogus stuff, just yeah. To be funny. Which at first I was like, "What is going on?" Because I thought that was her son, but then when I realized that that was not her kid, I was like, "Oh, that little rat." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So that was kind of like I feel like the first we were getting like the layout of the characters. Like right. he was like a little bit more like. I can't think of a better word than like ballsy, you know, like yeah, just well, they call him mouth, big mouth. He's a big mouth. Yeah, he's he talk, a big mouth. Talks a big game. Yeah, yeah, talks a big game. And then you got Mikey, who's like seems to be the most like level headed out of the four of them, and is kind of like the ringleader. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got is it data or data? Mm-hmm. I don't know what word you choose to e- say. Either one. Okay, uh, he's like the. The smart one with all the inventions. Mm-hmm. Who am I? Oh, Chunk. Chunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was his purpose? Comedic relief. 
Yeah. He's the he's the like the cowardly lion of the group, right? Like the like the one that's always whining but also the reason behind a lot of the stuff that happens right sure uh what did they tell him to do in the beginning so he could be let in the trouble shuffle i've heard of that Mm -hmm. and i don't know why i was anticipating like a dance and i guess you could argue that it was (laughs) yeah but it was more like just like a stomach movement Right. Kind of weird like, thing to jiggle humiliate. your tummy fat boy is basically what they were saying. <laughs> That's so mean. Yeah. yeah like I, I okay, obviously I wasn't uh I don't wanna know I don't know what it's like to be in a boy friend group. Mm-hmm. So is that just like how middle school boys are from your experience? Like are they just making fun of each other? Uh yeah. And I and I don't think I I mean, I think in this instance, like like wasn't it, it was mouth that was telling him to do that right mm-hmm. so i think it's just mouth is kind of the like he's the guy i think he's a kid that play like that plays as a jerk because he thinks it's like it's kind of like cool or fun yeah um and then obviously chunks the easiest target out of all of them yeah and yeah. so they it it's kind of this thing it it it's I'm sure in the like in the real world, I'm sure part of it would I, I you can't really assume and we're making up or kind of just contemplating fictional characters mentalities. But I would imagine there's a bit of chunk that doesn't like it. But at the same time, like they all are friends. So it's kind of like there's stuff you, you there's stuff you'll take from friends. But the second somebody else says it, it's like no good. Sure. I think this is one of those things where Could he's it- like, oh, fine, I'll do it. So I stop getting picked on. Could it be me? Hmm. I'm too sensitive. Hmm. Like, I don't, I don't want to speak for all girls, but I think in general, like, girls are more sensitive. So, like, if you make fun of each other, like, people will get very upset very quickly. And I feel like boys, at least at that age, seem to take a lot more so that they can, like, maintain their friends. And it's not that they don't like each other. It's just that, like, I feel like that's their way of almost, like, like, that's just... I think it's it's the, kind of I think it's kind of a test to see if you can hang like it's yeah. that sort of thing like it's that kind of stuff that like in a, a traditional like male relationship with their friends is that it's just like you push and you push and push and if you can hang then eventually the pushing stops but if if you start to slip and you start to like show like let it bother you mm-hmm. sometimes that could mean it amplifies but. Yeah, that's what I always got told when I was younger, and I would come home and I'd be like, so-and-so, like, did this today, and it, like, really made me mad, and whatever. And then my brother would always say, you're only making them want to do it more by reacting. Mm -hmm. So you just need to not respond and just stay calm Mm -hmm. and don't react. And I was like, how do I do that? Yeah, Yeah, it's a big... I learned it as I got older. Yeah, it's a big leaning in thing. You got to lean into it, and, and then eventually it'll... I mean, I think a couple things happen when you lean into it. You realize that it's really not that big of a thing. Like, and everybody's different for sure. Yeah. But like. Depends on what it is, I think. Right. That too. But it just, in again, from the movie's perspective, I think it's one of those things where he, it's clear that they all respect each other by the end of it all. Like yeah. at the end of it all, like you, like you see throughout the movie, different parts where you realize like, yeah, they're kind of putting up with each other at certain points for different reasons but at by the end of it all they're like it's clear that they're all really yeah. good friends i feel like that that scene was just kind of establishing like the 
the childhood friend group. Like right, how right. there's just so who, little. Right. And it was it was it was telling everybody who's playing what role in the friend. Group, right. Basically. Yeah. That's why mouth was my least favorite. <laughs> um, I data was so cute. His little voice. He's so cute. And I love his little inventions. They're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mikey, I mean, of course, he's just he's the leader. He was the smart one who was putting all the clues together. Right. And he was probably my favorite just because I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I really have a reason other than yeah. like, I just like that he's the alpha and he's a nice alpha. He's right. not like being mean to everybody it's and that's like, why they're listening to him. He's the, he's the one that still lets, um, he's like the one that allows his like thoughts and imagination to keep propelling it forward. Yeah. Whereas everyone else is kind of given in to the idea that life sucks sort of. <laughs> and sure. Okay, here's a good question. Uh-huh. If you had to pick, which one of the boys like were you most like when you were that age? That's a good question. Uh, probably, probably a combination of data and mouth. Honestly. Okay, can you explain like the qualities that make you think that? Like, what are the things in those two characters that you're like, me? Uh, I like to press buttons just to get the mouth out of the way. I didn't know. (laughs) So, like, I do that a lot. (laughs) Have Um, you been doing that your whole life? Yeah. eh, Almost. Okay. Um, (laughs) and, uh, but, uh, the data, the data portion, because. Like, nerdy. Yeah. But like a smart nerd. Yeah, it's always wanting to try to overcomplicate things, like for the fun of it. Sure. So like uh, his inventions for the most part, like uh, aside from a couple of the really out there ones, like are all like just really complex ways to do simple things. Yeah, yeah. So like that's like something uh, me and my friends were all kind of that way or depending on what part what time of like a childhood i guess that you would catch me at sure the, uh, certain friend groups that's kind of like what we did was just overcomplicate simple things sure just because For fun. just to try it yeah right? okay that's a solid answer i appreciate the honesty <laughs> i mean i don't feel like i really related to any of them because i wasn't i wasn't really doing um adventurous things that's very like straight and narrow follow the rules i I would say probably if anything i was getting in trouble just for like misbehaving at school like talking which is not a shocker Mm. knowing me (laughs) so i don't i don't know i guess i don't think i don't know i want to say mikey but i know that that's probably giving myself too much credit (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, so then we meet we we got those four boys and then we got Mikey's older brother. Uh Yeah. It's not until it's not until they leave the house. They tie up Brand and then they ride away. Mhm. Then he has to steal the little girl's bike and then it's shortly after that that we meet the girls. Yeah, yeah. Um okay thoughts on this i wrote notes and my my question for you was do you think that 
brand is it brand yeah like kind of like a young Josh Brolin kind of looks like Ashton Kutcher like a like a young Ashton Kutcher at that same age uh I mean my gut and thinking about it says not really but I mean anyone can draw any any um <sighs> it just depends on what like if you're catching certain things that I'm not that it... so basically like there's a movie called Cheaper by the Dozen that I'm sure you've seen and Ashton Kutcher's in it and he plays like the oldest daughter's boyfriend and he wears like a bandana and I feel like his hair is around like the same length and I just feel like they have similar mannerisms um for some reason they kind of remind me of each other but maybe not (laughs) I mean they're both wearing gray cutoff shirts. A little bit. A little <laughs> bit. With the bandana. Oops. I just hit that with my headphones. <laughs> um, I was trying to look at the Google images. Holden's pulling up. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I, f- I feel like a little bit. Like a tad. Don't feel the need to defend your thoughts. Okay, so you don't see it. Okay. I don't. <laughs> so glad I brought that up. Anyway. Um, okay, so, yeah, we meet the girls, and what were their names? It was Andy and Steph. Mm-hmm. Oh, we forgot to talk about in the beginning, um, we see, like, a jailbreak. Oh, prison yeah, Prison break, yeah, yeah. and you're kind of like, what is happening? And uh, Fratellis. Yeah. So, okay. So the boys found that restaurant mm-hmm. that was like an old restaurant, mm-hmm. and the Fratellis were hiding out hiding there. out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did they know there was treasure there? No. Okay. So that was just a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so. The boys kind of enter into a tunnel underneath the restaurant, and Chunk is left behind. That there's a scene where, um, Chunk, like you know, oh, actually, well, Chunk's left behind, but he like escapes and he tries to like tell a random car, like, "Help me, help me, help mm-hmm. me! I found these like criminals," yep. and it's the criminals, it's, uh, right? Which should have known, like, just by the way this scene was shot, where they weren't showing, like, who was yeah. in the car. It's like, ah, shit, dog. Mm-hmm. But um, the scene where they're like, tell us everything you know. And he starts, <laughs> like, recounting every bad thing he's done in his life. And he's like, I don't even know what he said at one point, because he was crying. So it was kind of incoherent a little bit. Mm-hmm. But there was one where he was talking about, like, pushing something down the stairs or someone down the stairs. And he's like, and I blamed it on the dog or something i don't know mm-hmm. it was just really funny and so sad no yeah. i mean that's where the that's where the whole like carly line thing comes into play right yeah he, right. yeah but i mean i would be scared too well yeah it's not like anyone's <laughs> blame anyone would blame him for that yeah just the that classic like crying yeah. uh-huh. is so funny i mean to be fair too he's the reason he had, like because all that happened is the reason why they end up 
he ends up being able to free Sloth and Sloth helps them out later. So it's like one of those things where like, yeah, he's kind of a bozo, right? But it ends up helping them in the end, like yeah, through chain of events. Uh, okay. You know how when they, okay, so when Mikey first sees Sloth, mm-hmm. but you kind of only see him from the back, he he came back and he was like, they have an it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Well, I think it's just because it, it was just seeing it, like, seeing uh, the thing, or seeing Sloth, like, act crazy, and, and like, the fact that he only had a view from behind, and it didn't, his head was misshapen, and everything was kind of crazy looking. Like, it's just, like, kid, like, a kid imagination, like, just, like, a, it's a thing, it's not a person, it's a thing, it's like a monster. Oh, okay. Yeah. It just, it, I thought that was supposed to be a reference to... The movie it oh yeah no um which i haven't seen so i just was like is this a reference that i'm not getting but okay so that was just like a, he didn't know what to call it so he said they have an it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that I, when i first saw that i was like where is this movie going and it they were like keeping him the the what is it fratelli's 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 were keeping him chained for what um i think just because he's like they that's the only way they can control him i guess cuz clearly he's bigger and stronger than all of them yeah and it's to the point where like if he gets upset with them they're like kind of screwed so yeah. it's their way of like controlling him i think sure yeah so literally they were not looking for the treasure they were just hiding out there and yeah. then the treasure kind of fell in their lap and they were like ooh and right. then they followed the boys exactly okay um I feel like the, it, honestly, all the movies that we've picked thus far are kind of like hard to recap, except for Contact, which had more depth. Mm-hmm. But I feel like some of these movies that I'm picking, so my bad, y'all, well, I but mean, are like, I don't want to say like service level, but like, it's like, how far do we go in depth talking about like the right. booby traps right, and, right. you know, like yeah, there's yeah. only yeah, I don't so think, much. I don't think... With this, with with movies like this, and I think going forward too, we can kind of we. I think our our goal should be to try and be um, uh, flexible with how we approach specific movies. Because like, yeah, like ones like this, they're like. Uh, I think it's really it's super straightforward, right? Yeah, it's like all the like. There's no, there's no like hidden there. There's no profound hidden meaning behind anything really and it's just a good like adventure flick right sure. so i think the i think something we could uh or something we could do with our just the way to, a way to approach these movies it might just be to talk about like our like parts that stuck out just why it was fun in general sort of a thing yeah like and obviously like our conversation just a little bit ago, we're like talking about chunk and friend groups growing up. Like, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that we're going to get out of out of these sort of things. Is just kind of how we how we relate to all this stuff. I don't think it's necessarily. Uh, I don't think we, assuming our viewers are watching these movies with us, or mm-hmm. um, I think our need to follow the follow the plot so specifically probably isn't super necessary sometimes sure i mean i i i will say though for us it's a good way for us to be able to make sure we're not like forgetting anything anything. yeah so it's like kind of our own outline 
um for the episode um that being said um feedback would be good yeah yeah i will say one thing that i did like about this movie is they weren't like really cutting back to any other storyline than the kids Mm -hmm. like it wasn't like oh we're seeing the parents like oh no where's mikey like it just we were with the kids the whole time which was kind of cool right um, and then feel- at the at the end we find out that they oh they were worried about them and looking for them the whole right, time. Right, right. It's just that little that little clip where Chunk calls the police and they're like, "What is it now?" And they're oh, giving yeah. him crap, and then he gets cut off. And then you can see just that brief little few seconds. You see the cops like, "That's weird. That's not usually how these conversations end." Sure. And then that's the end of that until the end of the movie. Yeah. So it's it that's our clue that oh the cops are going to know that something's up, mm-hmm. and then we just assume all that background stuff's happening. Sure. Sure. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's it it doesn't waste doesn't waste any time. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, so I feel like uh the the booby traps that they walked into were like pretty creative. You know, it's the the classic like you do which okay, well, we kind of saw in the beginning when he first like let Chunk in that he hit that like thing that ricocheted and then opened the gate. So they have, like, familiarity with that, those types of little, like, traps. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's why they were able to successfully pass through all the Trevor, tre- treasure booby traps, because they were like, oh, like, we've done, like, we've set these, so we know how to, like, mm-hmm. manipulate them, and or maybe not manipulate, but, you know, avoid Right, we're, like, death. we've we've seen that, <laughs> we've seen the movies, we've read the stories, we know about booby traps, like, we were, we can... Like, even though they're kind of walking flat-footed, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Um, Just because I was um, thinking about it, um, I wanted to look it up, and I did just look it up just now. Um, There's a part at the end, just to cut, cut uh, through some stuff, where they're talking to the guy in the news. And Data says something about a squid. And, like, everyone's like, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Apparently there's a deleted scene. Oh. Where there was, like, a squid in the water. Oh, that's and cool. And they were fighting it. But they left that line in even though they cut it? I, yeah, I'm pretty sure when I was watching it last night, or actually it was earlier today because I didn't finish it last night because I fell asleep. But <laughs> when I finished it today before we recorded, um... I, uh, that line was there and I don't remember seeing it. A squid? Yeah. I, I don't, I didn't see one either. But it does, this article says the octopus scene is later added to the Disney Channel edit of the goodies. So our versions of it have it. Hmm. What did you watch so. it on? I watched it on HBO Max. Uh, I bought it. Oh, that's right. You guys said you bought yeah. it. Yeah. I bought it like a couple weeks ago, actually, and just hadn't got to watching it. And then now we're at the beginning of April and the new HBO Max stuff filtered in <laughs> and it was on there You're like, which is Shit. it's hilarious too because the same uh, contact got added no way yeah so oh my god i mean obviously contact was an episode or two ago so saying it now isn't really going to matter but if once that video once the episode oh, airs because yeah. it hasn't aired yet watch um, it on as HBO. we're as we're recording this now it'll probably air let's see in a few weeks sure by the end of the month i think it might yeah. be on and it should still be on HBO Max at that point, but 
again, this is me saying this now is kind of pointless because this episode will be airing <laughs> after that. And, but anyway. hopefully, people figure that out. Yeah, yeah. When they looked it up, that's nice. Um, okay, I had two more things I wanted to add. Okay. One. Um. So the guy who played Sloth. Mm-hmm. Okay. His name's John. I don't even know if I should try to pronounce his last name. That's what it is. Yeah. Matusak. Footballer, I think. He's dead. He's unfortunately since passed. Rest in peace. But, fun fact, was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is cool. And uh, went to Oak Oak Creek Creek High School, which is where my friend went to school. So when she listens to this, she's shout out to you. Mm -hmm. So. There's a... I could have, it, there may have been a blink and miss it thing that made me not realize what, it, or made me miss that this was the case. But I think um, I was reading, reading about him a little bit as well. And he played for Oakland, the Raiders, mm-hmm. um, uh, during his, while he was playing, or why, well, while he was doing this role, he played for them. And, at the for the first chunk where we see Sloth, he's wearing a Raiders shirt, which is kind of cool, kind of funny. Oh, but wait, the, so before the movie, he was playing there, or so he, yeah, yeah. Well, like while they're filming the movie, he's also on the roster for the Raiders. Oh, so he was an actor and a football player, or they just like pulled him. I think the the latter. I think he played a. Looks like he played a few parts. He's in. Uh, Oh, he's in a handful of stuff, actually, or more than a handful. He was in a big chunk of stuff. He's known for three or four things, apparently. Okay. But at any rate, um, um, thinking about him wearing that Oakland shirt when they jump down into the hole, when he rips the jacket off later, he's wearing a Superman t-shirt. So yeah. I don't know if he had the Superman <laughs> t-shirt on under the Oakland shirt. That was kind of random. <laughs> I think that the whole thing is like he all he does is sit in there and watch pirate shows and I'm sure Superman would come on. Sure, sure. And yeah, he's um like like there was wants to be like those characters. There's I think I I may not have gotten I may not have been paying close enough attention to get it for each of the characters, but I think a few of the characters had like there were always little uh like pop culture references for their characters. So for data, it was the James Bond theme at the beginning that okay. was playing while he while he was doing stuff. Oh yeah. Um, the Superman theme comes on when he rips the shirt off. Um, I, there may have been a couple of other instances, but I'm sure there would have been. But yeah. Um, it's clear that like each person is like acting out or like acting out something that they got from something else, basically. Yeah. Right? Okay, so why are they called the Goonies? It has to do with the neighborhood, right? I think the neighborhood is the Goondocks. Is that what it was? Um, let me check. That's what they call, yeah. And I missed facing that. foreclosure of their homes in the Goondocks. Oh, so okay. They call themselves the Goonies. So okay. any any of the kids that live in the Goondocks, I'm assuming they refer to themselves as the Goonies, and the. I remember the girls kind of take a like take offense to this briefly at one point, where they're like, "We're not Goonies, or oh, we're not. Yeah. A, I'm not a Goonie, or whatever." Yeah. But then by the end, obviously, they're like, they're all right, all on board. But yeah, I think that's what the deal is. I think the ha- have you ever heard the phrase like "Goon Squad"? 
Yeah. Is that a reference to this? Uh, I doubt it. I oh, think okay. I think I always thought that was like uh just like goons in general, like bad guys. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. T. Well, here I'm on Wikipedia. There's a Wikipedia <laughs> page for Goon Squad, so we, <laughs> we could learn something here. Okay, what does it say? Uh, Goon. I don't know. Again, this is Wikipedia. So, uh, the term Goon was reputedly so that means it was contested, right? So, but anyway, anyway, the, uh, Wikipedia says uh, F. L. Allen in 1921. Um. Perhaps a variant of the U.S. slang Goonie, which has been around since 18, around 1872, meaning a simpleton or a fool. Da-da-da-da-da, goons termed in a general use. Goon evolved into a slang for thug <laughs> in the 30s, late 30s. Okay. So, yeah, group of criminals or mercenaries commonly associated with pro-union violence and anti-union violence. Okay, so definitely not a reference to the Goonies because they're the good guys. Yeah, yeah. I think Goonies is just a play on how they did their goondocks, like, neighborhood stuff. Sure, sure. But, yeah, I mean, it was a a good, solid uh, treasure. Like, they found the treasure and they end up getting to save their house. So, like... Everything's all well and good at the end. The the bad guys get arrested and Sloth lives is going to live with Chunk. Which <laughs> yeah, is cute. Yeah, yeah. Well maybe. Like so, <laughs> Chunk goes up to him, you can come live with us and then like as soon as like he goes back to his parents, maybe they're gonna be like I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. I I don't really know what to say about the character of Sloth. Kind of weird and random but yeah well i mean there's the part where he's like he's beating up his family and then the mom's like the mom's trying to tell him uh tell him how much she loves him but then he like she said they there's an exchange and she says like i only dropped you once yeah <laughs> maybe more than once or whatever it is yeah so like as he's like feeling his face so right and then it's he, a ter- he... it's a case of terrible terrible child like endangerment basically and like and neglect. Yeah, just not. And then good. he yeeted her off the boat. Yeah. <laughs> she had it coming. Yeah. Um I definitely feel like overall the movie was fine. Like I didn't particularly like love it. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. It was fine. Kind of one of those that like I'm like, okay, checked it off. I saw it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Something I'm seeing here that's kind of funny. Um that I didn't know until I looked it up. But the director, um, Richard Donner, he directed the um, the first two. He didn't do the third one, right? The first two uh, Christopher Reeve Superman movies. So that's probably part of oh part uh, part of the where they're able to do that Superman like actually use the theme and stuff. I don't know. Sure, sure. I'm assuming it wouldn't be too difficult for people to have done that back then, but. That yeah. makes sense to make that connection there. Yeah. Um, I know it's kind of early, but can I jump into my favorite quote? Yeah. Okay. So there's this is in the there was a lot of good ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. And a lot that like I don't remember word for word. So the one I wrote down, it just it was more like the line wasn't like the most hilarious thing, but the best part was 
when they were in their house, they're all like in the kitchen at like Mikey and and Brant's house. And hold on, get this off. Okay. Um, and <laughs> Chunk goes into the fridge and he's like, I'm so depressed and just shovels whipped cream into his mouth. I just thought that was so funny. Like, because it, it's like, okay, self-deprecating humor here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's obviously, I think he was joking. Yeah, yeah. And well, so, I mean, he's a kid. He doesn't really, he's just. Yeah, I don't know. It just is like, it's, it gives the same energy as like my brother when he says, I really need to go on a diet. And then like dive like digs into a bowl of ice cream you know it's like Mm -hmm. i don't know why i just thought it was so funny made me laugh out loud and there was a part where data like fell through something and then there he was like use the stairs and i don't know i wish i remember more i could try to look it up but like he kind of is like being like a little bit of a what's the right word Almost like mocking them because they're like telling, like basically saying, like, why didn't you take the stairs? Why don't you take the stairs? Do you know what I'm part? I'm yeah, talking he, about. Yeah, yeah. He falls. Uh, they're on the ship. He falls through uh, on accident. And they're like, why didn't? You? Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, what do you mean? Why didn't I take the stairs? Like, I I fell through the yeah. floor. Like, <laughs> but he kept like going on and on, yeah. and it, I just thought that was really cute and funny uh-huh. too. I mean, it was the same thing with uh, uh, booty traps. Like, they would say booty traps, and then somebody would correct them, booby traps. That's what I said. Like, he did it to, or Data did it to Mikey, Steph did it to Data. They, like, yeah. everyone kept saying it wrong, yeah. and that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. So those those were the best I had. But there were a lot of, like, good lines in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Good little one-liners. Mm-hmm. I think just the the whole the whole part around them like going into to the restaurant like that whole chunk of the movie <laughs> chunk of the movie where i was just going to say chunks like that part is probably one of my like probably my favorite like sequences whenever chunks being whenever chunks front and center at those parts i think is are some of my favorite parts and then um data when they're further further in the into stuff those are probably my two favorite characters yeah they're they're good i feel like data in the beginning was kind of quiet and then later he gets to be more like funny i feel like mm-hmm. um i'm trying to see um <laughs> this is funny when she's trying to play the p like the piano to get them out and andy goes i can't tell if it's an a sharp or if it's a b flat mikey if you hit the wrong note, we'll all be flat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love a good pun. Right. And then... Uh... Oh, wait. The part where they think Martin... Sheen, he's, like, reading the coins, and he's like, President Lincoln, George Washington, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen? That's President Kennedy, you idiot. <laughs> oh, man. Did you have one? Um... I think just the like the one that kind of stuck with me the most is just the the little quip the the little the booty traps like yeah that back, back and, and forth. forth okay I mean obviously like you said there's plenty of uh, there's plenty of good quips in there but it's just when they keep firing stuff at you it's nothing like stuck super hard but it's funny it's all pretty it's a I think that's something that it does a really good job at that I think a lot of movies now suck at is not taking itself seriously. Sure. Like even the parts where it does, it's still 
it's still in the in the vein of like wonder i guess and it's not like i okay here's here's something that i'm kind of thinking about um the way they handle the fratellis is kind of interesting because they with the with the exception of a couple of parts that i can bring up they they don't they sanitize them enough um to make it like palatable by a wide like a wide audience i guess one you could say but at the same time it's still they're still pretty realistic criminals for the most part it's not like it's clear that they've been you know killing people they don't shy away from that well yeah the part where they like go in the ice cream yeah yeah the freezer and there's the dead guy in the yeah. freezer yeah why did they keep calling him oh a stiff yeah they were like I'm trying. He was like chunk. He was like, "I'm trapped in the ice cream like freezer with the stiff," mm-hmm. and then it kept like falling on him. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh god. But uh, yeah, that's and well, like, why? What do you mean, why? Like, why'd they kill that guy? Oh, I don't know. He maybe. Uh, who knows? Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't. It, it may have. I. I don't even remember. It may have just been part of their. It may have been somebody that was just there. Well, yeah. Or... I guess I'm wondering, like, what were what were they? on the run from like were they were they robbers you know yeah that like I, thieves I or I something actually don't remember but but um uh it's one of those things where like what i, I the except one of the exceptions i was uh, to what i'm about to say was or it's all very it's relatively grounded without going too overboard, but without pulling back too much. The exception is the when they're climbing up the they're climbing up the the rocks after they've fallen in the water, mm-hmm. and Data hits them with the boxing glove, mm-hmm. and it makes the odi 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 sign sound like mm-hmm. you know his head shaking, and then he falls off. Mm-hmm. Like those little inserts kind of felt slightly out of place. Just mm-hmm. because it doesn't happen that much in any other parts. Sure. But that being said, it's like something like uh, Home Alone. I thought it reminded me of is, Home Alone, kind of. It's like some, using that as an example. The ro- like the, the parallel between the robber. Yeah. Like in that movie, I feel like it's not... Like at that point, at the point where they get in that movie, where the, the what is it, is it the leaky bandits? I think is what they call them, because they leave the faucets on. Yeah, but they were like the sticky bandits. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it so, up. Yeah, Something yeah, whatever, like that. Whatever, whatever it is. I think it was. But, but they, after going through all that, like they're getting like mutilated, basically wet bandits. Whatever. <laughs> you were close. Um. But they, uh, it just, it seems like they're like, okay, obviously it could be that they have, uh, they aren't going to just mess up a kid. But at that point, the stuff that they were doing up to that point, and they're so intent on, you know, getting back at this kid, right? Yeah. When they do finally have him. Yeah. Like, why, like, everything in my mind says that they're going to, you know, do something a little bit more unkind. But sure. it's a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. Obviously, they're not going to do that. Yeah. I think in the instances in this, they have them at gunpoint at one part. 
Yeah. Because they're trying to get them to just jump off. So that's kind of that where that's at. Yeah. Where clearly they're... There's a line in movies where you just don't kill kids for the sake of killing kids. I get that. I'm not trying to <laughs> I'm not trying to say that's a thing. But I'm just like throughout the movie they are they do shoot at them a couple of times. Yeah. And they are and it's not like they're it just feels it feels it doesn't feel like they're taking it easy on them. Does that make sense? It doesn't feel it feels like they're incompetent for sure because there's moments where they just mess up. Yeah. They're incompetent criminals for sure. Obviously they got caught at one point. Sure. So like but that being said, it doesn't seem as though they're like sandbagging it just because there's kids in front of them. Does that make sense? That's the thing I like about this movie. Got it. Like you would rather have it be like a they're like a they're incompetent thing rather than like they're just what do you mean sandbagging kids? I don't know. So sandbagging, like basically taking it easy. Yeah. So you you wouldn't want that where they like take where it's it easy clear, just because they're kids. Right. Where it's clear that like, you know, a, a normal adult would be able to, I don't know. I'm trying to think here of what a decent example might be. Like in, uh, I mean, use Home Alone again. In Home Alone, when... I think it does happen. I think it does happen at one point. But the first time, I think when he steps through the window, he just he steps on something and then like ends up like stepping on like broken ornaments or something. Yep. And then ends up like freaking out about yeah. it. Whereas like I think a normal person, if they step on something, they're not going to go crazy and start stomping on everything. Oh, sort of thing. sure. You know what sure. I mean? I see what you're saying. And again, it's just it's buffoonery for sure. It's, it's a bit like, more ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of. Uh, I'm not coming up with great examples, I don't think. I see what you're saying, but though. But I think painting painting incompetency of the criminals without it seeming intentional on the criminal's part, it's a lot, I'm sure part of it's the writing and part of it's the acting of it and everything and yeah. the directing, but yeah. I think this is an instance where it was goofy enough to not feel too stupid. Yeah. And I'm totally nitpicking at this part. Let me be completely clear. It's okay. <laughs> no, there was a part, uh, if you recall, it was like, not. I, I don't think they're on the boat yet. Maybe they are. But like, when he does that, when uh, Data does do that, like fake punch mm-hmm. or the punching device, and something happens where like, he does something to the to the mom of... The Fratellis. So, and she, she like, drops her gun. So, yeah, yeah. He hits the the glove, and it comes up and hits him, himself. Yep. Data hits himself, and then he shoves it away. And then he uses, like, the the, the, the teeth grabber yep. to get the guy in the crotch. Yep. And then he does the suction cup wire to try to, I don't know what he's trying to, I think he does it on accident. And then it hits and then pulls him towards them. Yes. So, and then it's when he collides with the mom. That the mom drops the gun. I felt like that seemed realist, unrealistic. Yeah. Well, I mean, all the gadgets in Data's thing. <gasps> Not like... even the gadget, more just, like, how long it took for, like, them to come together. Like, you think in that time, you think in that time that the mom wouldn't Could've have, like, fired the gun. Or you removed know? or... Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so yeah. that's where, like, the that's the only part where I yeah. would say it, that's more, like, yeah. stupidity. I agree. Yep. But, um... To go back to Home Alone for a second, mm-hmm. uh, I think you said something earlier about how, like, uh, th- okay, at the end when they do catch Kevin mm-hmm. in Home Alone, they, like, put him on the door, mm-hmm. and then aren't they going to, like, rip his fingernails off? Yeah, they start 
talk or like we're going to break your fingers before the the old guy neighbor comes yeah yeah so it's like that it happens a lot in movies where like they're really close to doing something like absolutely Mm -hmm. horrible to like torture a child right (laughs) but then they always get like cut off so like in this movie with like trying to shove chunk's hand in a yeah blender yeah right yep and then it's like oh shoot bats yeah. <laughs> you know it's like right um so they kind of like always go on like the cusp of like torturing a child but then they never do but feel like they never do like gunplay like no one ever gets sh- a kid never gets shot in those right. movies so conveniently the gun always misses yeah. <laughs> which is it's all fine yeah that's kind of going back to the comment i get it you're not gonna fucking kill kids in a movie like yes this. <laughs> yeah 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 do you ever the, it's a good question to or reminds me good segue into the topic of do you ever feel like certain movies or TV shows, I'm trying to think of the right way to word this, but like if a character dies in a movie like like Strangers, or not Strangers, Things, that's a TV show. A character dies in a movie like this where it's like an action adventure sequence. I feel like they normally move on pretty quickly from the character's death. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of just like, like maybe are sad for like the one second that the scene's on. And then they kind of just keep going and move on. But then you watch a show like Stranger Things that obviously has more time, let me be clear. But Mm -hmm. like where they actually like break down like the grief, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever. And I always just find it interesting that like movies and TV shows, sometimes they can really be hit or miss in terms of like showing like the grief process of a death. Mm hmm. And most of the time they don't because they just don't have time to mm-hmm. like have a character like dwelling on a death. Um, there's a movie called The Fallout on HBO and it's about like a school shooting. But the whole part of the like the whole point of the movie is showing like the grief process, the the PTSD, you know, mm-hmm. like whole movie is dedicated to that. So it, show, it shows you how slow the process is and how long it takes. But then you watch other things I just find it so like interesting because like when I'm watching a show where they really draw out the process and you sh- and show every step of the way, I'm not sitting here like, well, this is so stupid. I think like, oh, this is realistic. But when I'm watching the movies where they kind of just brush over it, I don't I, I'm not also thinking like they should have taken more time with that. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, is this making sense? Yeah, it's it's one of those <laughs> things that a lot of a lot of the times is just implied. Sure. That there's some of that happening because uh, some movies there's no passage of time. Some movies there's a, a kind of undisclosed like uh, I just said it and I love pocket of time. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, <laughs> there's just like something happens, a character dies, and then we pick back up with the character down the road an undefined amount of time. Yeah. So I think there's some assumption that it'll happen. That it happens there. Um, sometimes, well, obviously there's parts and times in movies where they use it as motivation to get back at the bad guys or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, but like a movie, like movies, like the more like action or more adventure movies, it's one of those things where there's usually a line or two, like I'm doing this in, you know, Jimmy's honor. Yeah. Yeah. Going for Jimmy. On like the flip side, but along the same lines, it's the same when like you're in an action adventure movie where you like they kill somebody. So like I'm trying to think of an example and I literally can't think of any like action movie, but like to bring up Outer Banks again, Mm -hmm. like there's 
times where like they set up traps or they like you know they cause like a crash or something to evade being caught that like in which like people get severely injured or like they could be dead you don't really Mm -hmm. know and they just like kind of move on but then you might have another show where they do like kill somebody and they're kind of like (gasps) and they're like dread you stuck on it for a while you know like i just Mm -hmm. find it interesting how you can do both right and you don't really feel cheated either way right either way because they're they're doing what they're doing what's expected of that particular type of movie right so like if you sign up for an action adventure movie you're not signing up for a half hour 45 minute segment where they're sitting like you know (laughs) crying themselves to sleep at night yeah like you're you're paying or whatever you're doing you're watching this movie to see action and and adventure sure not like the drama of you know you know i dropped my friend down the cliff and now i have to be sad about it while the bad guys go do whatever the bad guys are doing yeah i think uh that's where the argument of like people being desensitized come from is like movies where they don't show that like characters are taking it hard people are like look they're desensitizing youth to this because you just see it happen so like mm-hmm. casually. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that, but it's just a thought I had. I think like my a uh, couple like one of the like without digging into it too deeply, like the a kind of general thought I have around that sort of thing is there's guidelines in place. Like again, obviously ratings. It's literally a letter on the movie poster. Mm-hmm. Like movie theaters have rules, uh, like that most of them are enforcing. I'm sure. Yeah. But it's one of those things where those guidelines are there to prevent that sort of desensitization from being overly impactful. Like obviously, it it does it to everybody. But you know, an adult watching an R-rated movie where somebody gets like mutilated in some way, they know like an adult knows that's not good. That knows that's bad. Right. But then a kid, like, if a kid sees it before they're supposed to, like, obviously, yeah, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of one of those things where it's kind of the responsibility of the people watching or the people caring for the people watching to kind of make sure people are capable of understanding. Did you watch a lot of, like, action movies like this when you were younger where, like, there was, like, uh, either people like were dying or there was like gunplay violence stuff. And um, it, sorry to be clear before mm-hmm. you answer, I do feel like this movie, like, okay, yes, there's violence in it, but it's pretty tame. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so, not, yes, I guess we're we've kind of branched away from the Goonies a little bit in this yeah. part of the conversation. Yes, so I'm not necessarily referring to like super bad, bloody, gory. I'm talking like this type of okay. stuff. So like this, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I like anything that was okay to be aired on cable TV, I was watching it. Okay. Like I was able to watch it. Like my parents would rent movies sometimes, but I never. They would never rent anything like super explicit. Like we like I was like like most kids are watching PG thirteen movies when they're ten. Sure. Like it all depends on who's around yeah. and what's going on yeah. and what you're. And it's again, there's it's a case by case thing with parents and who should whatever. I'm yeah. not I'm not telling anybody how to parent their kids because I watched all that crap anyway. <laughs> I would say my my leak throughs came in with the fact that the bulk like for a while, 
um, me and two of my cousins who are all the same age, we were the youngest for a while and we had all, all older cousins. Mm-hmm. So like there were plenty of times where we like, we were getting dropped off. Like I was getting dropped off with my older sister to our even older cousins to hang out with them while our parents did something, mm-hmm. whatever. And so they were all like my sister's four years older than me, and they were like two to four years older than her. Okay. So like I remember seeing <laughs> not another teen movie when I was like ten. Oh, that Chris Evans, he's in that. Yeah, and like I haven't just, seen that though. Just like really like stuff that's totally inappropriate for a ten year old, like yeah. or however old I was. Sure. For sure, I was too young for Do whatever. Do you remember it, was. it like very well? Um, yeah, sort of. So you did pick up on it. Yeah, but it was never, like, it was one of those things where, like, they would, like, yell at me for watching, but it's like, what the heck else am I supposed to be doing here? Yeah. But, like, I, I, there was that, like, stuff like that, and then the stuff that was parody, parody, parodying. I don't even know if that's a verb. <laughs> but it was a parody, like, uh, what I think it was, um, what movie was it? It was either Varsity Blues or Friday Night Lights. I remember it, it's parody. Both of those, I think, are parodied in in that movie. But anyway, okay. and anyway, anyway, I was definitely there. Were definitely plenty of times where I was seeing stuff way before I should have. Sure. That being said, in terms of this kind of gun violent violenty stuff, or not even just guns, just any kind of violent like movies. If again, if it was on cable TV, I was watching it. Yeah. Just, okay. There wasn't. There wasn't a whole lot of restriction when it came to what we watched on TV. Although I will say, I remember one time my sister and I were up at like two in the morning and my dad came out and the Tom Green show was on. And, um, that's going right over my head. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> there, he's basically, he's, he was, He's like a uh, one. I don't think he's doing much acting now, but he was like a comedic actor, comedian type person who had his own show on like MTV or something where he would just go around doing ridiculous things. Okay. And it was for as old as we were, it was definitely inappropriate for us to be watching. But I, I do remember specifically the episode. He was like in Japan or something or Korea or an Asian country. And he was uh, eating noodles and he was talking about how. It's customary wherever he was for them to slurp their noodles. So he was being really obnoxious about slurping his noodles when he was eating them. Okay. And I remember that's when my dad came out of the living room and was like, why are you guys watching this shit? And he shut it off. (laughs) And there was one other time I was like probably four, if that. And we were at my dad's friend's house and his friend's kids were playing a South Park game on, I think, Nintendo 64. And they were playing that, and I was sitting in there watching. And they came, and mom or dad came back, and I was in there with them while they were playing. And they started, I think they chewed them out, and then I had to leave. And, but, <laughs> so anyway, anyway, I, I went off on a big tangent I saw there, that but, you were just watching South Park. Yeah, yeah, I was getting caught up. There's been a couple new episodes. I have seen, like, one episode of South Park, but I couldn't tell you, like, what episode or yeah. whatever. I remember a few things that happened, but I remember it, it was pretty bad. Yeah. There's a lot, like, that's a show that's, like, there's so many really, really, really funny episodes. There's plenty of episodes that are so dumb that they're not really worth watching. But the, like, their style, it's, it's, it's changed a little bit lately in terms of their release schedule. But they would write, um, write and animate and record episodes, like, in, in the week before 
it was going to air. Oh, shit. So that they could stay relevant, up to date, relevant, up to date on everything. Okay. So, like, the last uh, the last couple years have been a little different, but, like, for sure, while I was in college, um, there, everything was just so on point with everything going on, like, yeah. in, in our world and stuff. Like, for, uh, one of the examples, they, uh, during the, the uh, Hillary Trump election, mm-hmm. like, they, it was election week, it was, like, it was... Like everything oh, was God. about to go down. They had the whole episode like written and ready to go. And then last minute they had to change because they were so sure that Hillary was going to win. Oh, I think I heard about this. So they had to go back and they had to redo some stuff yes. and repurpose some stuff yeah. and repurpose parts of the episode to make it work with what actually happened. That's so funny. But yeah, it was. That's cool. It's... Have you seen all the thing about how like the Simpsons like predicts life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that real or are people well, pulling clips after like stuff has actually happened? No, there's there's certain things that like will pop up in the show that they put in there as like jokes that end up happening. Yeah. For sure there's stuff like that and it's I mean it, there's it's not like a for sure there's stuff that they put in there that already happened that they're making fun of like just like anything else. But yeah, there's there was some crazy stuff in there that was like predicted. Like, I thought they said, like, the Simpsons predicted, like, Trump winning the election, but, like, was, or Trump winning, like, Trump becoming president, president. so it's like, was he already, were we already in election time? No, this this was, like, a long time ago. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'm not, I don't want to minimize it. It is is pretty crazy and cool how that kind of happens, but. They need a raise, the Simpson writer. Yeah. Okay, well, that's cool. I feel like I don't really have any memories like that of watching, like, necessarily violent or anything with violence, particularly. I remember more, like, scary, I'm putting that in quotes, movies that I saw. Like, Mm -hmm. I think the first ever, like, creepy, potentially that has violence, I don't know, movie I watched was, like, Goosebumps. Okay. I honestly don't remember anything about Goosebumps, but I remember being scared. Yeah, I mean, it's it's horror content for kids. Yeah. It is. That was really creepy, and... Like, when I first watched Harry Potter, I was literally terrified. Hmm. The fourth movie is scary, okay? When, well, and how old are you? Like, uh, probably, like... Fourth? So, the first one came out the year you were born, I think. Yeah, 2001. So, I... Th- and they were probably by... They were probably by yearly. Yeah. Well, why don't we... Hey, I have IMDb <laughs> open. It's uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of yeah. Fire. I feel like I want to say like 2007. Okay. So you were you were young. I was going to say 2007. I didn't watch it though right when away, it first right, came right. out. I think I watched it when I was probably like nine. Okay. And it was one day when my parents were gone and I mean, all of us siblings were home and Brittany was supposed like was watching yeah. us and was like, let's watch Harry Potter. And then I remember like Jake like put us to bed, mm-hmm. me and Amy to bed. Yep. And I like got out of my bed and like went to go tell them like i'm scared i like can't fall asleep and yeah i come around the corner from my room and jake just goes oh, carla you can't scare me like that when we just watched harry potter <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah to be fair that it, like that one for sure is where it does start to go down the dark the darker route like well because uh voldemort comes back right so it's like okay well we see him and and he just uh oh, Peter Pettigrew mm-hmm. just 
fucking kills Cedric. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's when it took a turn, is that yeah. scene when they... I mean, that's the first, the like... portal key. I just watched I think, this, so it's fresh I think that's brain. the first time we see a good guy character get red-rummed. What? Murdered. Oh. Red-rum, murder, backwards. Oh, my God. Mind blown. Never heard that before. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> Okay, okay. Were you going to make fun of me there? Well, no, I just know that you're probably never going to let me put The Shining on here, so like... Oh, is that a reference to that? Yeah. Okay. Um, That's the one with the guy? With, with, the, really, guy. with the really creepy guy in the door? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I've seen that part, but no. Um, Nope. You can't put that one on. Um, <laughs> we can when I'm like 30. When you're like 30? <laughs> What's the difference between now and then? Like, what Hopefully do you think is going to change? What scared. do you think is going to change? I hope I'll be less scared of life. Um, <laughs> no, that one's that one's a that one's like a spooky spooky movie. Spooky movie. They're like it's spooky, eerie, scary. eerie, spooky. There's yeah. a couple parts that are more like visually like visually scary. Just a couple parts. Yeah. But yeah, those are things. I think though, like the first memories I have of like scary stuff and then i'd say the like i uh went to a sleepover and this was right when the walking dead came out Mm. and my friend was like oh my god you have to watch this show that i just started and i didn't have like streaming services or anything at Mm -hmm. this time i was probably like 10 so i'm assuming streaming services were out in like 2010 right not the way they are now okay well then I don't know. Maybe she was just on regular TV. Yeah, it it blew up. When it aired, it blew up for sure. Okay, and we watched the pilot. Mm-hmm. I remember everything. I was so terrified. It was so unsettling and scary, and I didn't sleep that night because I was, like, so terrified. I think the first, like, the first zombie you see in that movie is the kid, the little girl. Yes. Walking at the gas station. Yeah, or, well, she's, like, doesn't have legs. No, she, oh, he see, that's the end of the episode. That's the zombie at the end of the episode. I'm fairly certain. He sees the girl, the little girl with the bunny at the gas station. And he's like, little oh. girl, you need help. And then she looks up and she, her face is all messed up. Oh. And he's like, oh, crap. And then he oh, leaves. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure at the very end, it, it, it's the zombie crawling through. Oh, I could be. Well, at the very end of the pilot, he's in that, like, tank thing. Yeah, and you're he, right. Like, you're right. Kills yes, yes. An, yep. He kills a zombie. In the tank, and then he's, like, trapped in there, and there's a bunch of zombies outside of the tank trying to get at him. But, yeah, that's a show that I probably will never, ever watch because I can't do zombie stuff. Like, I know people always joke, like, (laughs) the zombie apocalypse. I'm not putting it out of the question (laughs) that that's going to happen one day. And when it does, I'm not going to last long. I can tell you that right now. It's. That's yeah, that's one of those shows where the first handful, the first like three or four seasons I really enjoyed and then I just I started missing episodes and I didn't really care to get caught back up and now it's so long that I don't really care to try. That's that's fair. There's there's like what, 15 seasons. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> Some shit. And they're making spin-offs. Yeah. Um speaking of spin-off, yeah. let's do our let's do our segment. I think I I tried to look it up and I didn't I didn't spend a lot of time trying to look it up but I think that they're working on a sequel to what to this movie. 
with all the original cast? <laughs> uh, I have no idea. There's an IMDb page for it that apparently Sean Astin announced on a radio talk show that a sequel is definitely going to happen. Cool. That's awesome. But then... What did, I don't know. Oh, I don't. I don't know what's current because there's contradicting stories. It looks like, and I'm not gonna dig deep right now. What an interesting um, movie cover. Yeah. Kind of cool. Look it up if you don't know what I'm talking about. Um. Do you have an opinion on spinoff or killoff, or what do you think? Um. I think they could I think it could be cool to do like it would be cool obviously it's too late now and anything re- involving the the people the actual people they obviously it'd probably be about their kids or something um unless they did like either recasting or tried to do some stupid yeah adult anyway. adventure <laughs> well I mean no I was just going to say like tried to do what they're doing with everything else these days and trying to de-age people or put or CGI related stuff. I mean, sometimes it's cool, but anyway, that's not the point of this. Um, I think it, a, a story that would have been cool would to be to pick up with them uh, maybe as they're like getting done, like the youngest kids are getting done with high school because their ages really weren't that far apart. Mm-hmm. Um, so like maybe the older kids are like, uh, either doing college or working, and then the other, the youngest kids are just about to get done with high school, and maybe the dad like finds some other story mm-hmm. for them, and then they like want to go. So you like, would want to spin off with that. like all the boys. Yeah, it wouldn't even necessarily need to be a spin off, just like a sequel. So okay. I'm kind of cheating, but that's that's a solid I tend answer. to cheat. I cheat on these little segments all the time. It's your thing. We you know. know. I don't think that's cheating though. I guess like in my head, sequel can be or like spin off and sequel kind of go hand in yeah. hand. Um, you know who should get the boot? Hmm. I think his name was Troy. Oh yeah, I mean he's the he, dickhead. But yeah. like, he didn't even really need to be in there. Yeah, that was kind of the other like how I mentioned earlier how I was happy that they weren't like smash cutting back and forth yeah, between yeah. storylines. They didn't even need to smash cut those like two or three scenes where yeah the well scene was kind of pointless. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what I'm thinking of. Like that was dumb. And <laughs> the end of that scene when he's like Andy, mm-hmm. like it just it was stupid. Yeah, really. I think the only purpose that served was showing that Andy had fully ditched that idea and yeah. is now full on with the Goonies. Or sure, whatever. sure. Classic. But I feel like I I second your that idea that you just mentioned for a sequel. Yeah. Straight up fire. Anything else you want to add before you reveal your new pick? Um, they uh, you know, uh, Cindy Lauper is like featured. Girls in the movie twice like <laughs> once in the movie the um like a music video is on the tv when they were at the house oh cool and then at the end her song's playing during the credits she okay. wrote the song for the goonies oh cool and they recorded like i remember seeing a while back like go, going and watching and they recorded a music video with all like the kids and stuff that's awesome yeah fun facts fun facts love it but yeah um I don't think there's anything too far to the front of my brain right now. So I think we can look at the wheel. Although I'm in a little bit of a dilemma here where I'm not 
I haven't, I narrowed down kind of what I want to put on. Okay. And I was going to get some feedback from you. Okay. So. From what? So looking on the wheel right now, we have two Carla picks and three of my picks. And I'll be adding a pick because the Goonies was Carla's pick. Yeah. So for Carla, we've got The Impossible and we've got Interstellar. Uh, For me, we've got Nope. Signs and Donnie Darko. So my my search for guidance from you is: Would you prefer a movie I haven't seen, a movie I have seen, and then a subcategory for movie I have seen, one I've seen and I really like, or one I've seen and don't quite remember? Help me out. Help me narrow it down. Um. I feel like you're going to, you expect me to say one that you haven't seen. So I'm going to do the opposite and say one that you have seen, but let's do the not remember one. Okay. Okay. That's what my gut's telling me to do. Okay. Cool. Are you going to reveal the other two or save those? I'll save them. Okay. And let me, sorry, brief. Brief pause. Brief step away. (laughs) Oh, his little notepad he's bringing back. Like a memo pad. Oh, there's so many good movies on this list. I, hold on. Okay. I know I'm obviously not adding a movie, but your list is just better than mine. What do you mean? I just feel like your movies, every time we watch them, yours are better. Um, I don't think that's necessarily a fair thing to say for a couple reasons. We haven't watched many. Uh, I for sure have thrown some stinkers. Not stinkers isn't the right way to say it because I actually enjoyed it, but it wasn't in the same vein. I would say it was in a similar vein as throw. I'm just gonna say thoroughbreds wasn't like a, a yeah, banger. That was, it yeah, wasn't like a but banger the re- besides that one, the rest of yours have been really good. I, and I would say part of my part of the choices that I put on though are informed decisions. Like I've like. A lot of the movies that I've been putting on stuff, I know a little about them ahead of time, regardless of what's going on. But anyway. Okay, so I'm looking at my list here. I am going to put on there, There Will Be Blood. (laughs) And this movie is about... Um, a prospector who turns into uh, an oil man back in like the nineteen early nineteen hundreds, late eighteen hundreds. Let me get make sure I get the right time frame here. Uh, yes, and it's uh, stars Daniel Day Lewis who's a very accomplished actor. I heard um, the name. Don't really know who it is. Sorry. No, that's okay. Uncultured over here. But I have heard the name. I. What is he known for? Probably a lot, but like... Uh, Yeah, definitely a decent chunk of Daniel stuff. Sir Daniel Michael Blake Day- Blake Day-Lewis. Okay. Oh, I see it. It's like the first one that comes up when you search it. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. Solid. 
So yeah, we'll go with that. That's a little bit more. It's a little bit more intense than the Goonies for sure. Okay. Well, so I think we cut off recording the last time we did this. So I'm just going to say when everyone watches the Instagram video for when we spin for Mm -hmm. this week, we're being strategic about this. So if you've seen our Instagram, you see that the wheel has like a color gradient and of like the rainbow basically. And for some reason, the past few times, it always lands on like greenish yellow area. So I'm going to particularly start the wheel on the greenish yellow area. And if it doesn't land in the orange, red, purple, blue, we're respinning. Because I don't trust that shit. Okay. I think what we'll, ha- what we'll definitely have to do is um unless it's nope in which case it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> i'll have to do some uh some i can do some testing some of the surgery wheel. on it we can do some we can do some analysis of of the odds of the wheel and see if it actually does favor that okay um but yeah okay the last few times for sure it has landed on the light green or the yellow could just be coincidence. And it could just be coincidence. I think it's just as likely that it's coincidence than anything else. But I'm all for conspiracies and, and <laughs> Okay. Um but that being said. Yeah. Okay, uh, do you want me to spin it or you want to spin it? I'll let you do it since you're paranoid about the <laughs> the validity <laughs> okay. of our spin. <laughs> okay. Well, let me uh what yeah, are you talking the, about? the reflection oh, of the window. Okay. I can't see it now, so you're going to have to reveal it to me, which I, could be kind of fun. Yep, let's. We're going to do it this way because it's a little easier. To am see I on am the I camera. in frame? No. Okay. Ready? It's ready when you are. All right, here we go, y'all. I'm scared. <laughs> I gave it a really long spin. Really powerful spin. I won't cheat. We've got Donnie Darko. Okay. Okay. And the Yellow, light, green is not picked. Is not picked. We get so the blue. Okay. I'll I, I'll still do some statistical analysis <laughs> of the wheel and see okay. where we're at. So yeah, Donnie Darko, Jake Gyllenhaal, we're coming for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm so excited to see Jake Gyllenhaal in a movie. Except, well, I've seen him in the Spider Man, but with like a... other, like just an, another movie, another Jake Gyllenhaal movie. You're excited to see that. What do yeah, you sorry. I, I <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. Um, I I haven't seen him in a movie or like. Okay, he's an actor that I've always heard the name, but I hadn't seen a lot of his films okay. until like two years ago when I watched all the Spider-Man movies ahead of Spider-Man: No Way Home. He's not in No Way Home. He's only in the second one. Yeah, he might very be very very briefly at the beginning. When, yes. When yeah, yeah. Yep, but he's in Far From Home. I. Yes, 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 yes. The second one. Um, I, I guess I'm just excited to see him in like something else, a different role. Yep. Because I in that movie he's a villain. Maybe he's a villain in this movie. I don't know. But I'm just saying that mm-hmm. it's it'll be cool to see him in something. I know we talked about Southpaw mm-hmm. being another like possible one we could put on there because it was boxing. Yeah, I think I've got a couple other movies with him in it on this list. Yeah. So I I don't know much about him. So I'm just interested to see him. I want to see his acting, the quality mm-hmm. of his acting. I would. So I, I can't. I can't speak on Donnie Darko because that's one that I haven't seen. 
Oh, okay. Um, but uh, I've got a few others on this list with Jake Gyllenhaal that I for sure want to get on here at some point. Um, one is one of those comfort movies that I just watch all the time. Comfort's not the right word. It's not a comforting movie at all. But it's a movie <laughs> that I like to watch a lot. What and is it? And then the other two are just really good movies. Oh, wait, you're not going to say. Yeah, Sorry. I'm not say. I'm That's gonna right. Keep it. Keep it a mystery for a little bit. Yeah, that makes um, sense. But um, something that we need to get better about doing is uh, before we sign off, whether we do it now or we do it at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, for sure, uh, I want to I wanna push our Instagram mm. a little bit. Um, I want to plug we, it. We haven't been doing a great job at doing that. Um, which is uh, on us, obviously. That's true. We need like a little thing at the end where we tell everyone where to follow us. <laughs> right. Uh, so you can find us on Instagram. Uh, Twists, turns, and one-liners, all one word uh, is the username. Uh, you'll find our regular podcast logo um, for the uh, for the picture. There we'll post uh, uh, weekly the the day the episode start or the day the episode airs, which is Monday mornings. Uh, you'll see the. You'll see the cover for the new episode, um, and then also the wheel spins for the next week's episode, so you can follow along with and watch ahead of time um, before it gets posted. Um, obviously, um, if you're catching us uh, kind of after things have been posted, um, you can use uh, you can use that to kind of um, navigate as well. But um, also, yeah. in terms of any feedback. Uh, we're, we're hoping to get some from anyone. So if you have, uh, any kind of feedback or suggestions for the show, um, you can do a couple of things. Uh, you can comment on the posts on Instagram. That would work great. Uh, you can send us DMs on Instagram. That would be fine. Uh, we're on Twitter as well. Uh, Twitter's a little harder or a little more, uh, frustrating to schedule posts for some reason. I can't, uh, post the, I can't schedule them the same. I can... I can schedule the the tags, but I haven't been scheduling the wheel spins. So um, I think we'll favor Instagram for that matter. But uh, you can email us at twistturnsoneliners at gmail.com. Yep. Is also an option. Also, the did you say the Twitter handle? I did not. It's it is a little different. At T-T-O-L pod. So if you, if, if you do prefer Twitter, uh, the episode announcements will be posted there. Um, yeah. In terms of accessing this podcast, whatever app you're on currently, obviously it's available. Yeah. But uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I think we're on Google Podcasts now. I'm pretty sure I got that straightened out. Yeah. Uh, Stitcher should be available on Stitcher. Ooh. So wherever wherever you want to listen, you should be able to find it. I think uh, another fun way to like make it easier for people to do feedback that maybe we could even like test it today is putting like a story with like a question sticker you know mm-hmm. and like letting people like i don't know like just we like a test one we could do is like give a movie suggestion just to see how much like feedback we get or like say like for the like we could do another story of like what are your thoughts so far like give us you know mm-hmm. like i don't know yep. just like because that's a little bit i don't know i feel like people who are already scrolling that's like easier for you guys mm-hmm. um instead of i don't know some people i feel like might forget to comment or dm i guess is yeah, what i'm I, saying so on that point i would say just keep an eye out on those socials yes. and we'll be trying some different things out yes but uh until thanks. then yeah thanks for listening everybody we'll see yeah. you next week for donnie darko yeah
Woot woot.